Vac podcast. Uh, I have no idea. This would be... 14? Yeah, 14. We'll pretend we didn't have a break. (laughs) Straight. You've stopped doing that. Um, Oh. After this episode, we're in the top, what percent? What percentile are we in? No, yes, it's 20, 20 episodes. 20 episodes you have to do. Six more, then we can stop. Yeah, six more. <laughs> we'll, be we'll be in the top 1%. Top 1% of podcasts. Ever. Last ep got some decent views, though. Yeah. About 150. So, yeah. So, uh, do you know what, actually? So, I was listening to, uh, doing my research and that, and this, um, it was like the Mr. Beast was on this guy's channel, uh, this guy's podcast, and then some guy was talking about it. But it's like basically just like to get fucking a hundred episodes out and spend those hundred episodes like fucking around with things, like when you put it out and all stuff like that. And then after that, try and build cons- some consistency. So the reason I put it out on Sunday is because I read somewhere. So a Sunday is the best day to put new content on YouTube. Because mm. apparently it's the most most the day you're most likely to get recommended to like a new subscriber. Sidemen Sunday. Yeah, well that's it. So people come on on Sundays looking for Canon and Co podcasts and then come across the Sidemen as well. Yeah, that's and that's, they get that's, a new subscriber. Yeah, that's, from it, that's, that's pretty much it. That's how it works. But um, yeah, so but we'll we'll try it again on a Sunday. Mate, what doesn't this chat? What doesn't this podcast offer? How to set up a podcast? Life advice. Insights into the world. Life advice from two failures. Oh, I don't know about you, mate. <laughs> I'm doing incredibly bad. Um, but I've I've decided. So obviously, I got back from this, got back from this stag day, and um, you decided you want marriage. Oh yeah, obviously, I've always won that. I'm just incredibly bad at talking to girls. <laughs> I see, I see, um, I see a TikTok the other day. And it was just like, this guy was like, oh, I'd do anything to be with this girl. Like, absolutely anything apart from go talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally you in any pub. Yeah, oh, I love her. I'll go talk to her. Nah, I can't do that. On, but yeah, decision? I'm going to like, just go full on, full on monk mode. Not going out and getting pissed as much. Mind you, I feel like I've done this since New Year's anyway. Not as much, but after like a heavy, heavy three days of abusing my body yeah i feel like it's just needs to needs to slow down a bit yeah. i think it's one of, like i don't know i feel like we spoke about this before but yeah, i was about to say i feel like i've heard this many times no, no, come I'm out of your mouth not just on the pod <laughs> just since i've known you i've heard this many times no but i have actually committed to it because i always i always think that i can do both i always think i can go out and get pissed most weekends and still function and like try and try and build a business at the same time but i just can't and i'm like finally ready to admit that to myself i'm not saying i'll never do it again but i just need like a small period of time where i focus purely on trying to make like a a better business for myself i'm happy for you mate yeah best of luck with that like i said i've heard it several times before so i then become a a non-believer so yeah yeah, prove me wrong 5am waking up no fap no fucking no drinking. Why no fab? Mate, men- mentally, I'm joking. I was going to say, what kind of states do you get yourself into on a Sunday night fapping that you can't wake up and go to work on the Monday? <laughs> so you've seen, <coughs> seen that South Park episode. Yeah, with the teachers. <laughs> but yeah, just going to knuckle down a little bit. Heard it hit first. Bit of accountability. Put it out on the internet to all 15 of our viewers. <laughs> 150 in the last episode. We actually got a message as well from... Um, a young chap. Did you see that on the Instagram? No. Do you need to check the Instagram? Not very often. No. no so we got um, a message from a young chap, a boxer. Shout out. Um, 
saying, basically asking to be a guest. Oh, really? Uh, Get him on. Yeah, no. So I said like, oh, cool. You know, it was quite funny actually because I saw the first message, but I was at work. So I, I opened it because I wanted to see what he had said. And I didn't reply. And he went, sorry, it appears you've missed my previous message. And then asked the question again. So I thought, okay, this guy's for real. I've got, I've got to respond. Um, chap named Anton. Yeah. And he just basically said, oh, you know, like the podcast, you know, can I come on as a guest or something? So I just said, oh, cool, man. Like, thanks for the message. Um, we're actually, we've got a few guests lined up and we're planning to start getting guests on soon. We're not yet, but like, I'll bear you in mind when, for when we do, you can come on for sure. I said, and it, I could see his picture was like a boxer or something. So I said to him, like, you know, tell me a bit about yourself. He said, oh, amateur boxer, I play rugby, this, that, and the other. So I just said, cool, like, well, we, we can stay in touch, but... It was quite cool, actually, to get a, get a, message, a young mate. fan. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're big time now, aren't we? Yeah. Getting pro boxers on and all sorts. I don't know if you saw the stories that I posted um, at the weekend when I was pissed on the account. I, I Yes, I did see them. I was wondering if you'd met. I was also pissed. I wasn't going to message you, Sad. Did you mean to do that? Me and all the females. So maybe maybe he thinks that's what this podcast is about. You know, right. Dan was hearing that's yeah. why he wants to come on. Yeah. Bitches get money. That alpha male life. Well, no, well, that was quite cool, obviously, to get a message. I know we've had a few other messages, but that was the first serious one, I think. So, yeah, it was cool. Quite cool to that someone random, like not someone we know, has reached out and said something about the pod. <laughs> no, no one we know has reached out either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, people we know message us and say, like, good episode, but I've never had, like, a random... Um, although we do get a few comments on YouTube as well, actually. I wonder, from, wonder who they're from. <laughs> Well, Mr. Malherba. Yeah. No, we get others though. <clears throat> That's not do you yeah, not like, check the comments? Like I literally debate I've debated so people in the comments about like Mason Greenwood and that sort of stuff as well. Uh I don't I don't to be fair. I'm um I'm pretty poor out. I'm very much I'm just like post it. Once it's up, it's up like See, this is this is Char. Char acts like he does everything just because he sets up the mics before I arrive. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm the one who's on there. Content management, was, comment, getting comments and, you know, public, interacting with the... Relations, I'm more of just like the technical side. Yeah. But no, yeah, it was cool. Anyway, one thing I wanted to speak about was this... Um, it's been in the news a lot the last couple of weeks. And it's sort of... The reason I read it and thought, cool, we'll speak about it on the pod is because we've spoken about before, like, rape and, like, famous people, yeah, like Ronaldo... Yeah, uh, maybe the week before. Like, people like Ronaldo and Greenwood and their situations with sexual assault and what have you. But yeah, we've spoken about, like, people who lie about it and, you know, the repercussions and stuff. And there's this story <clears throat> that's come out um, this week of this Ellie Williams, this girl, who's basically been sentenced to eight and a half years for lying about, basically making false accusations of rape against multiple different men. I actually knew about this case before it went public. Yeah, I've I've never heard of it before. It's very public now, like all the media outlets are uh, posting articles about it and stuff. But I actually knew about it before, right? Yeah. <laughs> because of Tommy Robinson, right? Oh, he, you know, James English, the Scottish guy who does podcasts, James English. Nice. He's got like, I don't know, 500,000 subscribers. So not quite as big as this channel, but like pretty big. <laughs> not, not quite as big. <laughs> yeah. Mate, we can all dream. <laughs> we can all dream, can't we? <laughs> but he, um, he gets on everyone. Like, he's had top Katie Hopkins on there. He'll have, like, left-wing people on there, right-wing people on there. He had a fucking flat earther on there last week, which I listened... Mm. I could only listen to it for 10 minutes because I just thought... Oh, do you know... I'm not actually having this. Just quickly to interrupt, it was Cole Froch. Remember I said about it last week? 
Yeah. It was Cole Froch as a flat earther. Mm. I've very briefly said about it the other week. Cole Froch should go and watch James English episode. I just it frustrated me. I got five ten minutes in, and he was saying this stuff as if he had blown James English mind and saying, "You see, <laughs> that's proof, Doug." And I was just sitting there thinking, "That is not proof. Gravity does not exist. It is actually just a theory." See, says who? There are literal fucking monuments in like, um, in LA. When I went to LA, there's a, in that observatory building that was in GTA. Do you remember? What, the one on top of the hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to that thing and there's a device in there, mechanical device that basically, if you read it, I can't remember what it says. That being there and the way it moves basically proves that gravity exists. So, So anyway, but James English, he had Tommy Robinson on like a few months ago, I think. And uh, Tommy Robinson mentioned a documentary he'd released about this. So, do you know what he does now, Tommy Robinson? Like, he's an investigative journalist. He mainly... A what? Investigative journalist? (laughs) Investigative (laughs) journalist. (laughs) You know that word. Um, And he... Mainly, he, like, exposes Muslim grooming gangs. Because, you know, there's a big problem, particularly up north, with Muslim rape gangs and Muslim grooming gangs. Like, business owners that... There's, like, series about it and films about it on Netflix as well. Trafficking kids. Yeah, so what they do is... They'll own, like, a corner shop or a chippy. And schoolgirls will come in there and they'll, like, nice them by giving them a free alcohol or giving them a free drink or something. Basically, getting in there somehow. Then money comes and then the the actual grooming comes. And and they'll basically have sex with these children, effectively, school children. I hate it when people say, like, teenagers. They're kids at the end of the day. They're not 16 yet. Um, And there's a massive issue. And all the business owners in the community, particularly business uh, Muslim business owners, will be involved in some aspect in trafficking kids, letting their friends have a go, raping these kids. Hor- horrible, horrible stuff. It's quite a big issue up north in a lot of places. Um, and there is a series that I watched about it, about a real case, which is on Netflix. You should watch it, where three or four girls, one of them literally had learning difficulties as well. It shows you how essentially they were groomed and how it started with like, I think this was a fish and chip shop giving them free food after school and then it was doing this and then it was getting drunk together and then it was seeing how far they could push it and then all of a sudden it just comes and then it's the sexual assault and then they come back because they've been paid and like it's horrid anyway he he exposes that a lot so he makes a lot of documentaries now and goes and investigates cases where he thinks that the police are covering it up or whatever. Long story short, he's exposed quite a lot of Muslim grooming gangs and led to convictions and stuff, which is... So when I heard about this on the podcast, he was basically telling about this documentary where this girl had falsely accused and basically made up that there was a Muslim grooming gang. And he said that he basically exposed it. So I thought, this is uh, this is interesting. This is the opposite of what... Usually he's there like putting the nails in the coffin to get these Muslim grooming gangs convicted. He's typically known as the super racist, will go after anyone. Well, not racist. Well, just he... Typically. He speaks out against a religion, but... Well, I suppose that's a form of of racism, isn't it? Well, no, it's just what race is a religion. Racism is something against um, a race. Or elite, elite is I don't know what the fucking word is. Is is something ism against someone? Well, yeah, it's a, he's yeah. against that. Yeah, he he speaks out against their religion, but it's not racist. It's 
like a Muslim can be any any race, any come from any country. Uh, but yeah, he's against. But that's why it interested me because he's notoriously against Islam and like some the the rules that they have, and that's why that is typically what he does now is he exposes like Muslim grooming gangs up north, and he get leads to convictions and stuff. So when he said he had done the opposite, he essentially in this documentary proved the innocence of several different Muslim business owners. So I thought this is it. let me give this a watch. This is the opposite of what he usually does. Like I'm intrigued. So anyway, I watched this documentary, long story short. He hears about this girl, Ellie Williams, who has a, has said she's been trafficked, has said she's been raped, has said she's been like sold on auction as a slave in another country, blah 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 blah. He hears about this girl there's like a GoFundMe page online, which has raised like 25K for this girl and her family. Um, There's loads of shit about it. She then got accused of lying by all these Muslim men and she ended up getting arrested. So he actually went up there to fight her corner because he basically said, so often it'll get swept under the carpet because the police don't want, you know, that the Islam religion being trashed in the media and they don't want it to get to that point. So it swept under the carpet um, and it happens a lot apparently. So he assumed that's that's what was happening. She's been arrested. They're trying to sweep it under the carpet. These men are lying. The community's against her, blah, 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 blah. That's why he went up to help and that's what he went up to investigate. So he gets up there and I think her actual family released a statement saying, basically disagreeing with the fact that he'd come. And saying we don't want you here, go away. And he was like, well, hang on, like this, this is the opposite of the. If she's been exploited by a Muslim grooming gang, you'd be happy that someone like me is here to. So he thought that was odd. Like first red flag. Why would it, why would her family not want it being investigated? Then apparently while he was on the street, it was up in Barrow. Um, a geezer come up to him and basically said what a massive fan he was. He's always followed his work, blah, blah, blah. He said, I don't agree with everything you do, but I like how you speak your mind and blah, blah, blah. But mate, this case is bollocks. It didn't happen. Like, look into it properly. This girl has not been raped. There's a guy, Jordan Trengove, who she accused of rape and did nine months on remand, who is proven innocent, blah, blah, blah. Just look into this stuff. So basically, in this documentary, he interviews this Jordan Trengove geezer, who's all over the media now, this bird accused him of rape when he was like 18, okay? He got arrested. He'd never even had sex with her. I think they'd met at like a house party. He got arrested, was let out on bail. He was then re-arrested by the police later that day because she said that he'd come round to her house after being granted bail, raped her and beat her up, okay? Now, look at this picture, which I will find of her face. Your police turning up. Apparently they walked into her house and she was just laid on the floor, right, crying. Okay. So she said he's beaten her and raped her basically. And looking at that face, you would think she's been battered here, right? So they arrested this geezer again. Obviously he now can't get bail because in their mind he's raped her twice and he's raped her yeah. once off they've bailed him. So he gets put on the pedo wing um, in prison, because obviously for his own protection as a rapist, but spent whatever amount of months in there before finally his innocence was proved. There was basically her proof saying that they had met up and had sex and he had raped her and this, that and the other revolved around a Snapchat account where there were messages to and from her to a Jordan Trengove, the skeezer, 
only six months into him being in in lockup, did they actually check her phone and check his phone. She had made the Snapchat account on a different device and she was messaging herself from this device, from this kid, basically. And that's how, that was her proof. See, look at these messages. He's come around and we've shagged, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, she had also accused like three or four Muslim business owners of rape and trafficking and all this sort of stuff. Tommy Robinson interviewed every single one and was like, I fucking believe him. Like this this girl has a history of lying. Not only that Jordan Trengrove, he's a, he said while he was being interviewed by Tommy Robinson, um, she accused someone of it in school as well. And then he looked into it. She had, when she was 16, she had accused someone of being raped in school. She had now accused this Jordan kid who had spent time in prison before being released. Even when he then got released though, naturally his house was getting smashed up. He was getting threats because people still think he's a rapist, right? Yeah. So a lot of the time, it does, the thing is, even it does happen. People get people get found like not guilty even when they are. Sometimes people f- slip through the cracks. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, naturally people do. It's I think it's all it's very fucking what not politically charged. I suppose yeah it is in that sense because oh um not. But it's all it's charged against one group in it. The thing is, what about saying about like Tommy Robinson does all these things? I know, I say I know, but I remember watching a documentary once and that basically saying about all these people that like the nonce hunters and things like that. That a lot of the time they end up interfering with actual police work because yeah, it's mate. It seems like the police aren't doing anything, which I don't think I don't think is right or wrong, but. What the police are actually doing is trying to stop the operation as a whole. If they catch one person there and then, all that happens is that the group as a whole get more careful and get a lot more clever about it. I just remember I was watching, I can't remember what documentary it was, but yeah, there's like a load of interviews with policemen. There was like, it's amazing these citizens do it and they want to help and things like that. But a lot of the time they end up interfering more than they help. Because it gets, as well, like the nonce hunters, the Tommy Robinsons and all this, it gets so much media attention that then they then can't try and, like, penetrate these gangs and things like that without getting caught. Because as soon as, soon as it's like, fuck, Tommy Robinson's following someone around. Yeah, I agree. I think it's somewhere in the middle, though. I think that, um, like, these, these nonce hunters as well, like those, I used to always watch those. I don't really watch them anymore, but... I used to love watching them and I used to think like fair play to these guys. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think they potentially sometimes do interfere with an actual police investigation. But I think a lot of the time they haven't uh, interfered with any police investigation because there is none, there's not one happening. But this, that's, that's this what nonce, I'm saying. For example, people, no, no, don't, no. people don't know that. Well, in because, this example, I'm going to say you do know that there's no police investigation. A fucking... Sod has come to this house to meet a 10-year-old girl. Are there police outside? No. no so I'm saying, imagine that's a real 10-year-old girl that isn't one of the yeah. pedo hunter's decoys. Okay, the police aren't tapping his phone, so aren't aware he's speaking to this 10-year-old girl who he's gone to meet. So that's what I'm saying. They may, of course, they've got this pedo on their radar, but in that circumstance, I there's no police investigation happening. Otherwise, yeah. there'd be a police car waiting down the road and as soon as he knocks on the door, they'd arrest him. So I think that it's good and bad and sometimes I don't doubt that they will 100% probably interfere with the police investigation. But I think a lot of the time, actually, 
the police's resources again i'm not blaming them either their, their resources are stressed uh, stretched yeah. so they can't follow every single non so every single expected paedophile or rapist or terrorist they simply can't um so i think it's a bit of both and sometimes they they'll play that card when in actual fact if that nonce hadn't hadn't been there or that investigative journalist hasn't been there you you haven't caught this moment or you haven't arrested this yeah. geezer but i think it is in the middle i think some sometimes yeah i suppose there's always going to be good and bad that comes from it yeah I, it, regardless i think we're getting off the topic on i just thought this story was yeah, was no, actually the story, cool the story is bad. but so as it progressed anyway he interviews these three muslim business owners who are basically saying yeah you know my shop's getting smashed up they know where i live so my house is you know getting bricked through windows etc um because <clears throat> naturally any community would like if on your housing estate for example if fucking you thought there was a nonce or a rapist on it like you would people yeah. people smash their windows in the street so these guys were getting fucking terrorized in a community they've lived for years right because everyone takes the word of of the perceived victim so he interviews all these guys and he worked with all these guys basically to prove their innocence and she's now was finally arrested he even interviewed her family and he found out that that just that the geezer who did the gofundme page and the just giving pages he interviewed him and found out how much money was raised um and he said where did it go and he said well half of it went to a charity that this ellie williams nan is on the board of and he was like half it went to here and half it went to here and he was just like I've, i literally only found this out i thought i was doing the right thing by working with the family and getting this money i've only just found out where the money's gone blah 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 um and it was all fucked and her dad would refuse to comment and then they acted like they had turned the cameras off and the dad was like the stepdad was talking about other victims that she had accused and this, that and the other. And it's all fucked. Um, and he asked, one of the main things she said to the police, there was this Muslim Mo Rami who she had accused of. And Tommy and Mo Rami have actually been on a podcast with James English together since this happened, which is also quite a good watch. Um, but she had said that he owned a restaurant or something, White Elephant. And she had said that when they asked, how did he start grooming you? Like, where did you first meet him? She said, oh, I worked at his restaurant and he was just like there is literally no record of this girl ever working at, i've never met her in my life she just knows who i am because i'm a local businessman and she knew his name essentially um but yeah these guys just basically had their lives fucking pulled from pillar to post everyone in your community thinking you're a fucking rapist and a nonce because obviously she's just she was a schoolgirl at the time um you know, getting your windows smashed in, getting your businesses. Like these guys, business owners, they had to shut their businesses because their businesses were like chip shops or ice cream shops or this, that and the other. Mm. Um, and I just, you know, I feel bad for them and she's been given eight and a half years and I just think... Oh, really? Is eight and a half years long enough to, you know, you've ruined, ruined. four geezers' lives, five geezers' lives where yeah. this Mo Rami geezer now does interviews talking about the situation and stuff and I think that Jordan Chengrove geezer has as well. But there's always going to be people that probably still doubt. God, there's still people yeah, who think it's a police cover-up and think they're still rape. Just about to say that. There's probably... It, they could <clears throat> There could be hard evidence, but there will always be people that, yeah, like you just said, they'll be like, well, no smoke without fire exactly. and... Um, and is eight and a half years enough? Like no, she, how, that, that one geezer who was younger, who was eighteen, he actually had to spend time in prison, like on a paedophile wing at eighteen. That's like that's horrid. 
even if it was only six months or whatever, like that, that's horrendous. Mm. Like contemplating suicide, I don't doubt he said in the interview that he was, and I, you know, no reason to say he's, he's yeah. saying that just to put it out there. If you were on a, you know, some of those those pedo wings, you only get let out one hour a day. You're going crazy. You're surrounded by fucking sick, sick, sick people. Um, and are, is eight and a half years enough? That's what she's been sentenced to. She'll is, probably um, appeal it. How how long would they have got if they if it was if they were found to be guilty? I suppose it I should be know. it should be like equal equal punishment, really. Then shouldn't it? But this is one of the problems is with paedophilia in this country is the the sentences aren't that long a lot of the time. And that, that is the trouble, like, you do get rapists and paedophiles that get only a couple of years. You get some extreme cases of, you know, pedos getting suspended sentences and having to be on, like, um, parole and, like, meet up with a parole. And, like, yeah. so, I don't know, they perhaps would have got a long time because, of course, for rape and paedophilia, you can get some really long sentences like life or whatever. But, but potentially they could have had less less so sentences as well but your life's ruined you're now known as a rapist you're known as a nonce um and that's the main thing is i think you can't like she was basically playing with these geezers lives and she'd already accused you know what again not slating the police but to know that this is a girl who falsely accused someone of rape when she was in school falsely accused someone of rape when she was 18 and went to the lengths of making a snapchat account for this person to say that she had raped that picture i showed you where she was beaten up she used a hammer on herself like she hit herself with a hammer, a hammer. i thought she would just have right. makeup or something no no that the she picture that was a it. bruise like that was real that was a she used a hammer this is clearly a sick sick woman um and that's why i was shocked then when when she's accused some business owners why the police you know they were arrested these guys not sentenced nothing nothing got that far of course but why they would sort of take the word of someone who has lied and gone to those extreme lengths, not just lied once, but beat yourself up, made a fake account of someone else, etc. Um, so I'm surprised that, you know, that it went as far as it did and she was able to get a GoFundMe page and, you know, the police did arrest these people and it's crazy. It's, I suppose it, it's difficult in that sense because, yeah, that... Oh, I can imagine once you've got a proven track record of lying, then it's harder to get noticed. But it's it almost becomes one of those where everyone would be like, well, the one time you ignore it, it'll be true. And it's like, fuck, if you ignore it and it's true, then you've just let someone get away with it. It's got free. What's that kid uh, story? The, the boy cried, cried wolf. wolf. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Um, but what you were saying a minute ago about, you know, why does he in particular only yeah. um, target Muslims? This Mo Rami geezer, when James English interviewed them both, um, this Mo Ramiguez did say to him, like, you know, all I knew of you, he was like, I'd never met you. Obviously, in the Muslim communities, we're told to hate you. We're told that you're this, you're that, the other. Yeah. He was like, I've not seen you to be that. Why did you fight my corner? Like, when no one was, why did you come up? Having come up, like, let, let's not lie, he was going up there to try and expose these guys as being paedophiles. And then he investigated, found out it wasn't true. And, um, and he just said, like, yeah, it fit my narrative to a T. I've exposed so many of these grooming gangs. This is what I do now. I think it's a real fucking issue and a real problem. Um, but how could I go up there and find out that you guys were innocent and just leave? He was like, I was there. I met you, Mo. I met your kids. I was looking at your kids thinking these kids are living in a house where their windows are getting smashed in. Their dad's 
they're being told at school that your dad's a nonce, your dad's a rapist. He was just like, how could I not do the what was right? He was like, yeah, it fit my narrative. But at the end of the day, you guys were innocent. So why would I not have done done the right thing as a journalist? Because of course, that's what he wants to be seen as now. Obviously, he's got a past, but he was just like, I want to be seen as a journalist now. And I can't just, he was like, the mainstream media would turn away if it didn't suit their narrative. I don't, I don't want to do that. I slate the mainstream media for doing that. So how can I do it myself sort of thing? That's fair enough. That's I think yeah, that's fair. Like you said, it would have been very easy. I, I'm pretty uneducated in the area. Like I don't know, I don't know enough about Tommy Robinson or anything that he does. To that, that's that's more just like out of curiosity. Why is it just? Because typically the only things I do know about Tommy Robinson is that when he put is it the EDL or the BNP or something? Yeah, he founded the EDL. Back yeah, and obviously been to prison and all like things like that. Typically, he gets painted with the brush of a racist. Not saying that's true. Never met the geezer. Don't know enough about him. But that's just what he gets portrayed as a minute. So yeah, just out of curiosity. But if he's like you said, if he's gone and then defended someone that he's almost his whole, I suppose me, media like and personality is built around going out for those sort of people. Yeah, it would have quite easily been like, oh, do you know what? That's not actually what my channel is about or what my chan like my media channels are about. I'll just push that under, and then I can keep banging this narrative of I, they're all they're all like this they're all that um so yeah fair fair that's why it intrigued me so much because i saw the documentary was like an hour and a half and i thought i fucking it was like a sunday i thought do i want to watch this and then i thought for that reason it has actually intrigued me like um but then now i think again she wasn't allowed to be named for ages because that's why the 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 documentary only went out four weeks ago or something and the podcast with james english was like I don't know, a month, month or two ago. Um, and he had only put, released it at that point because she was then allowed to be named. But he actually already knew f- for time that this is what was happening. But obviously, while there's an ongoing investigation, before they've named her in the court, they can't, the public can't know who she is sort of thing, which I think is also a problem in itself because the men she accused of rape would have been named the same day. It's, it's in it stuff to be, it's being like, um, being an adult though, isn't it? Is it if she was technically? She was an adult. Yeah. Oh shit! I was going to say if you're not classed as an adult, then your name, because it. No, yeah, of course. I agree it happened. That. Um, there was a case. I can't remember. This was years ago on the news, but basically this kid, some basically he got accused of something. I'm butchering his story, but he got accused of something he didn't do. But he turned. Is it sixteen or eighteen? When until you're like classed as an adult in the legal system. So he he became an adult whilst the trial was going on and his name got released while he was an adult and it fucking ruined his life. But he was technically, like, when the crime was committed, he wasn't an adult. So there was, like, a big thing, like, his name shouldn't have been released and he's now never going to be able to, like, get job. He's going to struggle to get jobs. He's going to struggle to pursue anything in life as a result of it. Yeah, I, um, I agree with that, though. Obviously, if you're underage, you shouldn't be named, but... She um she wasn't unless the court has named her and the police have named her media aren't allowed to name people so she couldn't be named but um it was just an interesting story and now her name is plastered everywhere which is why it, it sort of reminded me of that documentary and why I wanted to speak about it on here because we've sort of touched upon that sort of thing before but yeah it's been everywhere the last few days that she's been basically given um eight and a half years in prison which is good like it's crazy though isn't it because it's now you're you'll get. I suppose you'll get a, you'll always get people from both ends of the spectrums, like I said before, but it's that one that ruins it for the many. 
because there is so many frequent cases and like awful things happen but it's like well now it's like well that girl managed to get away with accusing so many people and as well it's one of those it's what do you say she's done to four blokes well i think three or four muslim blokes and then one geezer when she was 18 who actually got arrested and one when she was in school who so, nothing happened. But so say six, let's say six blokes. I don't know the story, but she's managed to ruin six blokes' lives just by lying. That's not even like one guy. She's six, six guys. And for, like you might be like, oh, their lives aren't ruined now because they've been proven innocent, but there will be people that still think they're guilty. And it's still, once that, once that brand's on you, like that's it's on you forever you're not get you're not getting rid of that any sort of any sort of behavior you do as innocent as it might be they'll be like you you're a fucker i knew it i knew it all along definitely it's even like pretty things like these guys are, are they all business owners or yeah, some of them most of them are yeah. they're pretty nervous to have young teenage girls come into their yeah. places places of work now because they're probably just like mate like don't come in because people will see you coming in and then it will just yeah yeah, so it's, it's a fucked up, fucked up world. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, speaking about prison and that, you seen Charles Bronson might have a might get parole? No, no, I, did. I saw and I didn't. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know when his hearing is. He's had so many parole hearings though, hasn't he? But apparently now, um, there's a documentary on it. I I pop round to my parents' house and Lee was watching it, and uh, I can't remember, it, but it, it's quite funny. Some of the things he does says in it. So he sends his son vibrators to send out to his girlfriends and puts mate how fucked up is that like you're getting things off your dad and he's like yeah you gotta write a note in it son saying uh use this until i get out and why not like just that. send it direct i don't know because i think he can't no because he can't he can't buy vibrators in jail can he oh, so he's like yeah he's like he's on a when he's on a call with his son he's like he gets right buy a vibrator write this note in it but yeah he's he's like had so many girlfriends he i didn't know but he got married to like some soap Soap star from like Emma Dow Coronation Street at one point. Um, but yeah, quite funny. He's the fucking, he's, it's weird because like everyone, he's a famous, he's like Britain's most famous prisoner, isn't he? Well, yeah. Um, but like, it's kind of when you're watching the documentary, you're like, oh, you kind of like him. You're like, yeah, let him out. He's an old man and that. But for what the fucking geezer have done, like, he's taken hostages, started prison riots, beat the shit out of people. Like constantly, because he only went in, didn't he? he? Went in for armed robbery, and originally he was, I think, he was only meant to do a few years or something. Yeah, and then he just missed back. Yeah, just constantly, and now he's like seventy five. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, say, like a serial killer, they're in prison, and they're eighty, and you meet them, you think, oh, you know, what what harm are they on the outside? But the cunts murdered like thirty women, say, and it's yeah. like you can't, you can't let them out. People have still got that that switch in them. To be fair, that's what he's like. He's like on this um, documentary. He's like, oh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm, uh, I'm seventy old. I just want to go out and live my days as a member of society. And uh, the geezer still looks pretty stacked for a seventy-year-old. I'm like, you, you could probably call some havoc still. <laughs> yeah. No, paroles are quite a lot of the time though. Anyone for whatever crime you do, that your parole gets denied the first time or two anyway. And oh, then I think he's had like, I think he's had like five, like, know, five he, or six. Yeah, but they do get rejected a lot of the time anyway. Yeah, there's a film about him I've watched. but um, Oh, well, the one with Tom Hardy? Yeah, I can't really remember it, but I've watched it. Um, it was funny, if I recall. Yeah, that's the thing. He's just, he's that he's portrayed as a character. Because the thing is, mate, if he fucking comes out, he's going to make an absolute killing. 
doing like appearances everywhere. Appearances in Viper rooms and clubs. <laughs> Remember when we had Vern? Vern, is it Vern? Oh, Vern Troy? Not Vern Troy. Vern Troy. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had him in Viper. Yeah. Phil Mitchell was meant to come as well, but didn't. He got like... Loved it, didn't he? And then the guy from The Chase. The Beast. Yeah, was the it? Beast. Yeah, The Beast. Yeah. And who else are we at? Just fucking bare Love Island people. Oh, mate, back in the day, what a place. In the good old days. Do you remember that, though, when that Vern Troy was there? It's like, and people got too close to you in this crew, like, fucking... I don't even... I didn't meet him, I don't think. I that might have been in the time when I was banned from Viper, to be fair. Be I think it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, it was, because it was second year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you was banned. You'd be in a menace to society, Bill. Like Bronson. <laughs> well... What else uh, has happened? Gary Lineker? Yeah, I had... I, I don't follow football too much on that, but like I see the news. I suppose you don't have to follow football to know what to, to know what match of the day is and who Gary Lineker is. Um, yeah, but what, what do you think about it? So I don't. I don't even know what tweet. I know he put out some tweets like going against the new government policy on um, uh, what is it? Illegal immigration. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. But I just know it was like he, he put out a tweet. I can't even remember what it was word for word, but it basically said. Something about the policy, this is not too dissimilar to policies used in the 1930s in Nazi Germany or something. Yeah, something like um, this policy is, is not too dissimilar to the types of policies used in Nazi Germany in the 1930s or something. Um, and I just think, I'm quite glad it happened. I'm, I, I like free speech. I'm glad that he got. Yeah, I am glad he got. I'm. I'm glad this whole debacle's happened. What? I am a. I'm a supporter of free speech. Yeah. Okay. I think free speech should not be taken away from us unless you're literally inciting hatred or violence or murder or something against a particular group of people or against a particular person. I think you should be able to say what you fucking want, and if someone doesn't want to hear your opinions, don't listen to them. And if you don't have the words to debate your differing views with that type of person, then go away and don't listen to them or learn how to use your words rather than just shouting the word, I don't know, racist or homophobe or whatever. So I don't agree that his freedom of speech should be taken away and I don't agree that he should be removed from the platform for what he said. Only reason I'm glad it happened and I found it hilarious throughout is because he's notoriously very far left-wing Gary Lineker. The posts he puts out all the time are left-wing, left-wing, left-wing constantly. Propaganda just shoving down all of his followers' throat, right? If you think someone who's right-wing or even centre-wing, which they'll tell you is right-wing, just a normal normal belief, right? Think of how many presenters and people are cancelled when they push their views from the right wing or centre wing or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Think how many presenters have been kicked off. Not quite the same thing, but obviously Piers getting asked to leave ITV. That was also down to his obsession with <laughs> Meghan Markle. But the way they portrayed it was like it was a racist obsession yeah. and he was this, that and the other. Um, there's loads of other stories like that Maylie Geezer from ITV. Rich, I swear Rich he... Maybe. Yeah, he got... He, uh, for co- Oh, was it Sam Smith? He kept calling him him or something. Yeah, something yeah like that, that was it. Piers, I... Sort of think, yeah, you were behaving with, fairly with, strangely. With peers, with peers, it was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back when it. It was offence after offence after offence after offence, no, and not, it, not really it's when because that on the when he got like he he walked out. Good morning, Britain, didn't he? That time. Oh yeah, and, then and he that's. Came back on and... Um, but 
no, Piers Morgan is notoriously known no, for was, speaking not, shit. Yeah, no, I don't doubt that, but he wasn't. That was the, it. Wasn't the camel that the the straw that broke the camel's back? There was no fear of. They liked him. They wanted him there because he got views. It was Good Morning Britain. The highest views it's ever had is that period that he was on there. Like, I don't agree with a lot of the things he says. Some things when he like debates with a fucking two spirit pansexual wolf. I love watching it on YouTube, him mugging them off, or like a, a vegan shouting and he argues with them. I enjoyed watching that sort of stuff. I don't agree with half the stuff he says, no. But again, I, that is freedom of speech. You disagree with his opinion, he disagrees with yours. He's there to debate you. Um, but that ITV liked that. It was just, the only thing they didn't like was that Meghan Markle thing and how many complaints they got about that. But they asked him to come back on very soon after they'd asked him to leave, a matter of weeks, and oh, he said uh, no. I thought that was a different occasion. No, so he, he said no um, and told him to bugger off, which is what he said Lineker should have done to BBC when they asked him to come back on, but he obviously hasn't. In, 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 he's like the highest paid presenter across yeah, all course. channels, isn't he? I yeah, swear, I, it, is, it like, is it 3 million or is it 300k a year? 3 million. 3 million. But that's so I, I I agree with freedom of speech. But the only reason I found it funny that it happened to Lineker is, like I say, because think about how many other people are cancelled because of views that aren't politically correct. Why should it be different? I think freedom of speech across the board, that's what needs to happen. Mm. However, if those people are going to get cancelled, like Madeley, that's what he believe. If he doesn't believe that Sam Smith is they or whatever, this is a whole different debate. He d shouldn't need to be forced to call them that. So, like, uh, that's what I, I sort of think. So I think, why shouldn't Lineker, using his platform while he's an employee of the BBC, to compare the British government to Nazi Germany's government, a government that killed 7 million Jews or whatever it was, killed gypsies, black people, immigrants, a bit different from an illegal immigration bill that's designed to stop illegal immigrants coming in on boats into our country from France. So I, I do sort of think you can't compare, like you cannot make, I think that's a dangerous comparison to make because that fuels his following and the left, far left, that fuels them calling anyone that agrees with that bill or anyone that's behind it in the government a racist or a fucking Nazi. And I don't think that's right either. So I found, I think if other people are going to get kicked off the TV for their views that aren't politically correct, I think he should as well. Yeah. I'm glad it's now been sorted and common sense and freedom of speech has prevailed and he's back on. However, like I say, I'm glad that it happened just to sort of show, I guess, the politically correct or the far left that you can't actually just say anything you want either because they do. They get away with murder, really, what they say. Um, it just sort of shows you can't, you can't spew that sort of shit either sort of thing, which I, I found fairly funny. I suppose it's just uh, the uproar in that, in it? Is the it's the instant reaction. It's not the right. We're gonna sit down and have a word with Gary about his actions and that. It's yeah. instant. Oh, let's kick him off, and then it's like, oh fuck, we ain't actually got a program unless he's there. Yeah. And it's that, in, and then it's the all the other presenters. <laughs> didn't didn't uh, Mika Richards put a thing out though saying I haven't been asked to go on match of the day tonight, but if I am, I won't be going on. No, it's and it's like the meme. <laughs> it's like you want him fucking invited, mate. Yeah. Um, I think it, no, who did that was Genus. I think. Oh, fair. Um, because everyone was everyone was giving memes about I think Mika, Ian Wright and Shearer and all them come out and said you know I'm standing with uh, Gary Lineker and I think everyone was saying oh fuck we're going to tune in tonight and see hi I'm Jermaine Genius and like, <laughs> he was getting memed and I think he then come out and said he's not going on but again what I find funny about that again 
common sense and freedom of speech has prevailed. But what I find funny about the situation is all those people calling for freedom of speech mm. will be, the in this instance, will be the first to want Mailey to get sacked for calling Sam Smith a him. Yeah. I so didn't... you can't have free... freedom of speech does not work both ways. It isn't freedom of speech when someone left wing speaks or politically correct speaks and not freedom of speech when anyone else. So that's why I found funny because when Piers, for example, not that anyone would stick up for him or when Maidley, are other journalists saying I'm not working for ITV anymore because you've sacked Richard Maidley and you've sacked no, but I suppose that's that's not that's just different types of communities, isn't it? Because it's the foot, it's the football community back in Gary Lineker. There, that's not. It's not like yeah, fucking no, Piers Morgan being like, "Well, I won't present match of the day now either." It's it's the whole it's the football community backing him. But yeah, I, I suppose there's just not that sort of thing in journalism. But even the uproar in general. So the uproar in general, not even just the the pundits, but the actual general public. Where's that uproar when? Again, there's an uproar because freedom of speech, freedom of speech, how can you censor him? But again, all of these people are the first to try and cancel someone when it goes against their yeah. own view or <laughs> a view that differs to them. Whereas I think it should happen yeah. both ways. Freedom of speech works both ways. You can't have one and not the other, which is why, even though I think what Gary Lineker said was in poor taste and probably pretty stupid, like, yeah, you've got I, I still think it's freedom of speech. If that's what he thinks about this immigration bill... Fucking fit. good for him. I don't care. I disagree. And uh, other people disagree. Other people may have different views to him, but that's what freedom of speech is. You discuss your views. So it's one of those, isn't it? It's everyone's like, you can have your own opinion as long as you agree with me. Yeah. You can have your own opinion as long as you don't express it. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Uh, to be fair, that's the GI you said about that, that Richard Madeley thing. He shouldn't have it forced down his throat. Is it him I, that I'm thinking Yeah, of? I'm pretty sure it's Richard Madeley. I do think, I haven't seen it, but. N- knowing who that guy is not like best powers but seeing him on tv and that i can't imagine it was done in a malicious way but i do think that people can be whatever the fuck they want and if that sam smith wants to be called they and someone maliciously then starts calling him him on purpose i do think that's a bit of like a cunty move like you shouldn't be allowed to do that that should there should be repercussions for that but yeah the whole someone getting cancelled at the end of the day it's like it's new language I actually saw it. Have you ever seen a program Queer Eye? What? Oh, the bunch, it's like they're, they're gay guys that do, they make over up people's lives, change yeah. up their house, that give them a makeover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I see a clip of it on, um, on I can't remember, Instagram or TikTok or something the other day. And one of the guys on there, he's non-binary. And it's mad. It's the non the people that are actually non-binary in that, a large majority of them, the ones that, they're not attention-seeking fuckers. If someone gets it wrong, they're like, sorry, no, I prefer they. And if they get it wrong again, they're like, it's they. And until they're... Basically, this guy was saying on it, he was like, look, just call me by my name. And if you accidentally get it wrong, he's like, don't worry, I'll correct you. Or even if you if you apologise, that's fine. He's like... But it's basically that same thing. He was just like, you can tell when people are trying to be arseholes about it. And he was like, nah, that's when it pisses me off. Which is, I think, is fair enough. Like, mate, if my name was Charlie and everyone kept calling me Ben, I'd be like, fuck off, my name's Charlie. Like, yeah, it's, which, yeah. Um, But yeah, that's... And the people that get offended nine times out of ten have got fuck all to do with it. That's it's thing. all virtue signalling cunts that are like... Oh, they... Oh, we spoke yeah, about this before. It's like the people... offended on behalf of someone yeah, else. But that person might not even be offended themselves. No. I think we spoke about it before, but it's like when people fucking put shit in their bio... 
like she, her, or he, him. Yeah, it's like, fuck off. Grow like up. you, you don't this have different. This is not fucking. Yeah, you yeah. don't have different pronouns, so there is no need to put it in. It is, but what the the whole thing about the Maley thing is, Sam Smith wasn't there. Exactly what you just said is what happened. I think oh, is really? there was like a few people on there speaking about differing opinions and what have you, and he was calling Sam Smith him. Sam Smith wasn't there, and they were saying he's a they. And he was just ignoring them, I think, and saying... Should we just Google this quickly? Make sure it is Richard Madeley. All latest on these. Oh, yeah. Richard Madeley apologises for misgendering Sam Smith. But, yeah, so that's the thing. Is Sam Smith wasn't even there. It was just these virtue-signaling pricks who were there taking offence on his behalf and saying, oh, he's a a him or he's a they or this. And he was just ignoring them. And I think... Did he not even come out and say anything? Well, I think he... No, he did say... Right. He said, right, sorry. Oh, what, Sam Smith? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't I don't no, think so. No. But this Richard Maley, they'd say, and he'd go, right, sorry, okay, they. And then a few minutes later, he'd say he or something, and they'd point him out, and he was going, right, again, they, and then move on. Yeah. And it, I just thought, fucking grow up. Stop being offended on someone else's behalf. I do agree with you. If someone said to me, oh, it's actually they, I'd be like, all right, cool, whatever. I'll call them by their name, or I'll call them by they if I really have to. Um... Because I just think it's not harming me. No. Right. I, I don't have a personal issue with calling someone they, for example. Like a colleague, if they came in and, and someone was new and they said, oh, I, I'd like these pronouns. I'd say, oh, you know, whatever. It doesn't take away from my life. However, again, on the other side of the spectrum, and I do agree with you, if someone's just doing it to someone's face, like saying to Sam Smith, you're a man, you're a man, you're a man, or you're a he. Again, yeah, it's a bit prickish bit unnecessary but i do also agree with the point that if someone comes out and says no it does bother me and it does bother me my beliefs i don't agree with your beliefs i do not want to call you they say it's a fucking scientist who doesn't recognize the non-binary or whatever in, in your example again i don't think that that person should be forced to call you anything and if you don't like that then don't speak to them you know what I mean? Don't speak to that person. Like, say the queer eye example you met. Say they had, like, a bigot as a client. They probably wouldn't, because obviously they're four gay guys, right? So he wouldn't hire them to change his life. But let's say he didn't, and someone was... Then don't speak to that person. Say, cool, we're not we're not doing you anymore. Yeah, and, but, I suppose, yes. You know, if you don't give it, don't give it attention. Yeah, because um, I just think you shouldn't... You, you, you shouldn't be able to force anyone to call you... Yeah. Whatever, yeah, it doesn't go against, like I've just but, said, it doesn't go against my life. I'll call you what you want, you know, but... but. The only thing I would I would argue is like, yeah, cool. But then it's what annoys, what annoys me getting offended on someone else's behalf. But it's when it happens like on media and shit. And it's like, well, don't put yourself in the shit, those situations and then be like, well, I'm not fucking calling you that he or they or whatever. Mm. It's like, well, don't interview that person. Don't go on that person's show if you're not prepared to have an open mind. Which that does like, because I suppose you got like, um, like the Ben Shapiro, you know Ben Shapiro, that the hymns and uh, what's the other guy with a massive beard? I think it's like Matt something. Beard meets food. <laughs> oh yeah, Ben Shapiro. That's, yeah, that's a classic but, example. And he's like he, which I get, I completely get from like a scientific point of view. Yes, there are two genders. They like you have male parts or you have female parts. There might be some fucking organisms that are like asexual and reproducing themselves and things like that. But as humans, yeah, you've rather got you got 
a set, was it? Two Y, uh, X and a Y or two, two Ys. Um, but then, yeah, so it's like how, like how someone feels. And when you get people like that, that will happily go onto these things and go in someone's face and be like, but I suppose that is the freedom of speech, but it's where they're so, so like, um, oh, what's the fucking word? But like closed ears, like they won't even listen to this other person's argument about like, look, I don't, it's not, a lot of people aren't saying, look, I am, I've, I am a man in the same sense you're a man. They're like, I'm a man in the way I feel like a man. Some of these people. Yeah, no. In the same way though, you're saying, you know, why would Ben, ben Shapiro and these people shouldn't go on and be interviewed if they're going to yeah, be ignorant? Don't, just creates, yeah, don't creates. go on to their thing though. Like Piers Morgan, for example, he's got his own show now, right? Yeah, so I think a, I think it works both ways. 100%. Yeah. I do think it's like, yeah, like a, a transgender person or something. Shouldn't well, no, it, it's not transgender though. This is the real, this is the real issue is there is no, none of these debates are with transgender people who have transitioned from man into woman or woman into man or are planning to transition from man into woman or woman into man. I think the only areas these debates arise is someone who is a man has no um, plans or wants to transition into a female, but is telling the world to call them a female. Yeah. I think that's where the issue arrives. I don't think, like, they don't have Piers Morgan, for example. He doesn't have transgender people on there to berate them. He calls them what they want to be called and he has no issue. I think the type of people he would debate is someone who says, I'm non-binary or I'm a woman, even though you're not transgender, yeah, you're not gen- planning to be, fluid. you're gender fluid. Yeah. And that's the people that they debate. But to answer your point, if if you're if you are one of those people and Piers Morgan's PA says to you, would you like to come and be a guest? Why would you? If you know that he's not going to listen to you and he's going to yeah. debate your opinion, well, he will listen, but he'll debate and he'll speak probably over you, etc., uh, same as Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro probably would listen more than Piers Morgan because he listens and then responds, whereas yeah. Piers Morgan would shout over, so, say the Ben Shapiro example. Ben Shapiro wants you to come and debate him on this issue. Why would you? Yeah, you know what you're going to get. Good points to come back. Exactly. Back. Unless you've got a literal argument, don't go on. Um, and I do sort of agree with, yeah, like you say as well, but Ben Shapiro would say yes to going on and debating because he wants to get his view yeah, forward and he's not going to be offended about getting media attention in it in that sense of yeah. everyone wants to push their own narrative regardless of what it is mm. and having a neutral narrative isn't the most exciting thing in the world yeah, having like having a having a panel you want someone that's like a radical lgbqt plus whatever but then yeah and then you want someone from like the far other side of cool. there are two genders there is nothing else you can be like the ben Shapiro's. if you've got someone like me or you sit in the middle and be like, yeah, Jack, you can be what you want. It ain't going to affect my life. Just don't fucking ram it down my throat if I get it wrong by accident. No, so I agree with you as well on that as well. Is, again, if someone's going to be offended because someone is continuously and purposely calling them a him, for example, even though they've expressed that they don't want to, see the, why they would be offended. But what pisses me off, and same point you made earlier, is when someone literally does it by mistake, like you hear stories of teachers misgendering someone, even if it's more than once, because they're a teacher who's always taught boys and girls, geese, you're asking them to do something that has never happened before, and they misgender someone by mistake and end up getting in trouble, get reprimanded at work. That sort of shit needs to stop, 
I think that's disgraceful. And like you said, the actual people who are non-binary themselves or who are transgender or whatever themselves aren't usually the ones that press that narrative and press that aggression towards the perpetrator of the misgendering. It is literally everyone else being offended on behalf of that person who's got fuck all to do with it. Like, yeah. it's, it's atrocious. So did you know in some states in America now, I don't know if this is still like a hard law, but I know it was coming about, I don't Joe Rogan, that if a kid decides that they're going to be a boy or a girl or something like that, it's actually speaking to one of the blokes at my work uh, today, his kid, his kid had an assembly. Um, cause one of the, one of the boys or girls in there is a, do you know what a furry is? They identify as like cats and dogs and shit like that. Everyone, as, as kids do, they bullied this kid. They was just like barking at him or meowing at him. And they had a whole hour assembly about you can't do this. This is how he identifies and things they like should. that. I'm not, they shouldn't be bullied, but it should it should be like, it's not. it shouldn't be an hour assembly. It should be like, this is a kid. Mate, when I was a kid, I'm sure I fucking pretended to be a dog at some point, like when you was playing. And what like, there's pictures of me. Oh no, that's not it. There's pictures of me. Like I've got my, my si older sisters put me in her clothes and it's like, well, he's not a girl. But anyway, back to the point. In America now, if a kid says, oh, I'm a boy or I'm a girl, as sometimes little kids do, if you grow up in a very feminine environment or a very masculine environment, odds on at some point, that little boy or girl is going to want to be a boy or girl. But now, if that happens and the parents refuse like hormone hormones to that kid, hormone blockers and that, the government will take that child away and give it what it wants. But mate, imagine that you're a young kid doing these things. It might be playful or whatever. You grow up and you're like, I'm fucked. Like, you can't go back on these things. It's, yeah. No person in the world should have access to hormone blockers or things that go through sex change until you're a fucking adult. Yeah. Because like yourself, people may watch this, all the 15 people, and think they don't agree with my views on the matter. Yeah. I have the current views I do, and I'm a man. When I was I'm a child, a I used to put my mum's dresses on and put a lipstick a, on. A child. A child. <laughs> Sometimes, only on Saturdays. But um, no, but I, like I used to, as a, like a young kid, I'm talking five or six, yeah. uh, on a couple of occasions, I'd like put women's clothes on and stuff. And I think every kid does. Every kid experiments with that. That doesn't mean that that boy wants to be a girl or that girl, because she's a bit of a tomboy, wants to be a boy. She might just grow up and be a tomboy-ish woman, a more masculine woman who is still a woman. Yeah. There might be no wants, but like you say, once you've opened that can of worms, you can't close it. You've taken hormone blockers. You've fucked up your life in a few years. And that's why I think it needs to be when you're an adult. Yeah. You cannot have that's, access to these things until you're an adult. It's mad that the government can intervene, intervene yeah, and tell you how to raise your kid. But yeah, there's that's plenty. Of, there's plenty of parents that fuck their kids up and do it wrong. But when that child is a child, starts saying it, it should be down to the parent to be like, nah. You wait till you're yeah. 18. If, if you still want to do this when you're an adult, yeah. then do it. And I'm sure that some parents may not like that. A lot of parents would be it's supportive, not, yeah. but they just don't want their literal child making a decision that's going to change yeah. their life it's, forever. I think, the like I said a minute ago, the biggest part is is the fact that the government are now allowed to intervene because it is, it's like a, so you've got like a liberal government or whatever, like a very, very, they're going to take your child away from you and do, like you have no say then. Like some, some parents do raise their kids as gender fluid and all things like that, which, but the thing is, I'm not saying that's right, which I, I don't think it is, but then that's the parent's choice. They parents have done that. Soon as it, 
it almost becomes a fucking dystopian state when the government can start interfering, interfering, intervening, fucking can't get my words out, and telling you how to raise your kids. Because it's like, where does it then stop? Does it then be like, okay, you can, I suppose it's like the Chinese government, in it? When it was like, you can only have um, one child. That was population control That's back in the day. Yeah, they'd get rid of the girls because everyone wanted the boy. Um, but it's mad. That is disgraceful, though. And But it's different to what you said a minute ago when I said they should get bullied. I'm not talking about, just to clarify, non-binary people or transgender people or whatever. What you just said about a furry, someone who is identifying as a cat or dog, the fact that an adult in school has had to stand up and say, oh, you have to call them a furry or whatever, that is, no, that is, is absolute bullshit. They should be getting the piss taken out of them and they should not be raised to believe that identifying as a cat or a dog is normal or right. The, the gender thing is completely separate, right? To say that you're a cat or a dog when you're a human child, you should not be raised to believe that that is okay and to believe that the repercussions of doing that aren't going to be, you're going to get the piss taken out of you. Because if you do that as an adult, you might not get bullied. Everyone will think you're a weirdo and no one will speak to you. At work, yeah. no one will make an effort with you. No one will speak to you. Down the pub, you won't have any friends. You'll have a miserable, miserable life unless you're friends with other furries. So, yeah, okay, I don't... It is a pretty big community, Bill. We're pretty close. But the saying about oh they should be getting bullied obviously I don't condone kids getting bullied and kids commit suicide and bullying is disgraceful but the point I'm trying to make is if you are raised to believe that you can literally say that you are a dog or a cat and you can walk around meowing or barking or whatever that is not the correct way to be raised to go out into the real world because you'll find out very quickly from every other adult that this guy's a freak we're not speaking to him yeah and that's what it's, it's when that's it. I, I don't finish being bullied, but it's kind of just let kids be kids because it's inf like enforcing that um or reinforcing that the, it's right. It's it's not right or wrong, but it's like if that little kid was just pretending to be like, do you remember you used to get the fucking weirdos pretend to be a horse running around the playground? They 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 might got taken the piss out of, but you grow out of it. But it's when you start saying no, it's normal that you do this. This is this is your identity. People stop growing out of it, and it's. And it's like, well, then that's when it becomes proper, like, fucked up. And it's, you've now got a, on your driving license, you're allowed to put you're a dog. Mm. But that's right. the thing as well is a kid just pretending to be an animal. That isn't, is. that isn't that is weird. Is. That isn't weird. Like, and the kid's getting upset because uh, people are being mean to me. I think I'm a dog. And it's like, yeah, they're probably, the kid probably does think they're a dog at the moment. They don't, subconsciously, they know they're not a dog. Yeah. But it's like, I am. But that, that, that aspect of it isn't weird because I just think, yeah, kids... Kids yeah. want to be animals and kids pretend when they it's play like, and they do this and the other. Yeah. What's weird is that it's made into a thing where, oh, he's a furry. No, yeah. you're not. He's a kid pretending to be a fucking horse yeah. and next week he's going to start picking his nose and start pretending to be a fucking astronaut instead. Yeah, that's what I was literally just about to say. It's like when a kid pretends to be a princess or a king or a fucking knight or you fucking pretend to be your favourite footballer. I can't turn around and be like, I identify as Cristiano Ronaldo and you have to, that's it, I have to be him. Fuck off to Saudi Arabia and pay me millions a year. I had a really good point to finish on, but I forgot. Got ready, get ready to go. <laughs> right, cool. Uh, let's finish. Yeah, pretty, pretty charged episode. Emotionally, politically, religiously. Talking about the deeper things sometimes. Yeah. It's not all it's That's not all what you get when you come here and you watch. Yeah, not all shits and giggles. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see yeah. you again in a couple of weeks. Cheers. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I can't reach it.
Cheers, mate. Cheers.